everyone, this is Brian with Good Dog Workshop, your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with the dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, today, I'm joined once again by my good buddy, Marina Finelli. Marina, how are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Brian. I just got back from the Outer Banks. So you had a good vacation. It, I had to do your work. Awesome. I appreciate that. I don't know what you mean. Uh, at least I didn't leave you with Sailor. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, he would have been very disappointed. He had a blast. But on that note, throughout the summer, I've had a lot of clients who are calling me or maybe on their appointments asking me, essentially, how do, I, how do you travel with a dog? Um, all over my Instagram, you can see that my dogs go pretty much anywhere with right. me. Breweries, wineries, uh, coffee shops. <laughs> non-alcoholic places. I said coffee okay. shops. Anyway, <laughs> the beach, which is technically a non-alcoholic place, if you think about it. Um, and uh, really just anywhere. Not just that, but they travel with me all day in the car. Yeah, doing errands or whatever. Yeah, um, doing their appointments. Uh uh, oftentimes the first question I get from clients is, hey, do you want your dogs to go and be in my backyard? And right. I go, no, they know exactly what they're doing in there and they know I'm coming back and it's air conditioned. Right. Um, so I have some of our clients asking me, how do I do that? Uh, I think the really short answer is do it a lot. Right. Um, I got Sailor when he was nine months and just immediately started taking him everywhere. Uh I never put a seatbelt on him in the car. I didn't really have one of those hammock things. Right. Um, and so a lot of clients ask me, well, how come he's just not, you know, running all over the car? And isn't it dangerous? Is Doesn't he distract you when you're driving? Or and, tearing stuff up? Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, for one, he's a, he's a balanced dog. He's exercised. He is provided with discipline in my home. Right. Um, two... In the car, I have their beds, and the only thing they do on furniture is sleep and rest. Right. So I think that that plays a huge role in what they think the car is for, as I've set up an environment that is for resting. Right, exactly. And so that's what they do. Um, you've always given the advice, if your dog is fussing, crack a window, because it's kind of like TV for them. Yeah, I mean, not not just not just crack a window, but have the window down far enough where the dog can put his nose up to it and, and get the sense of what's going on outside. Right. Especially for car sickness, so yeah, that they absolutely. can think about something else. Yep. Um, I have plenty of chew bones and antlers in the back for them to busy themselves with. And, mm -hmm. of course, between car rides, they're exercised. So their routine doesn't really change just because they're going everywhere with me. They still right. get those two walks a day and they still have their, their feeding routine. There's a whole lot of structure into their day that helps them to travel and understand that the only thing that's changed is the scenery. Right, exactly. And, and the way I explain it to clients is take your dog's environment with them. Yes, I was so, about to yeah, say. So, so wherever you go... The rules are still the same. You know, the example that I always give is when Red and I have driven across country, we pull up to a, you know, random rest area off Interstate 70 in the middle of nowhere in Kansas. And as I'm opening the back door for to let Red out, I'm reminding him the rules are still the same right. just because we're in new places. You don't go up to people. You don't chase squirrels. You don't, you know, uh, stray too far from me. You come back when when called. But have a good time here just like everywhere else. So I think I think that's, for me, the most important um 
piece of advice for for people is consistency and that practice this quick conversation happens at the threshold of anything right like your front door or or the door of the car i think dogs do that as well with each other yeah they turn around at a threshold give each other that look that says are you going to challenge me in this next room right right right. um so that's one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever given me and that i you know i've continued to give clients don't remove your dog from the car excited. Don't remove your dog mm-hmm. from the house excited because then you have excitement. Right. So I'll call out Michael a little bit here who uh, Isotope gets really excited on her walks about uh, movement, dogs coming by, anything new. And one day he just went, huh, you know, I think it's because I asked her if she wants to go on a walk and she like jumps up and down and, you know, that's how we start our walks. Has he changed? No, but at least he knows what's up. <laughs> um, and we we run into that same thing with so many clients. So many clients. You know, we're we're working in the in the client's foyer, going to the kitchen, and you know, get get some of those things taken care of, and then all right, let's see how the walk goes. And the first thing someone in the yeah. household does, do you want to go for a walk? walk? <laughs> and they step on the gas pedal, yeah. and the dog's excited, and then so you've, you're taking an excited dog out the front door. Yeah. And then if you make a you know a twenty step journey to the car now you've got an excited dog in the car yes so you, you definitely want don't want to do that so a couple things here is um so to to your mind to our mind a short trip is no different than a long trip no other than on a long trip you get them stop out more often yeah every hour and a half or two hours like take them out for a walk exercise bathroom break whatever exactly. but it's really the the same no matter what the distance is um now what would you say to to, to clients because we see this a lot um, when people tell us, well, my client will bark at, at, you know, uh, your client barks. No, sorry. Sorry. The client will say, sorry. The client <laughs> will say, well, my dog, my dog will bark at people, um, you know, in cars next to us or someone coming up to the car when we're, when we're parked. Really? The umbrella advice here is if your dog does not have boundaries in your home, you're not ready for this. So if your dog barks out of the window of the house, yeah, why is the car any different? Right. So you're not being a leader to your dog. You're not showing him that it's not his job or you don't need him to assist in guarding right now. Right. Or, or alerting. Right. Alerting. Yeah. Sure. And Sailor will do that occasionally. It's like he always knows when the car pulling up is going to be the client or you or Jake. <laughs> right, right. He's like, that's one of my people. Yeah. Right. And he feels the need to tell me. So I, I snap at him. Sometimes I have to touch him just right. like anywhere else. And I switch him off. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be the same in any vacation home, Airbnb, hotel, whatever, friend's house. Right. I've taken him everywhere. It was harder when he was younger. Uh, we've always lived in kind of a small apartment type setting mm-hmm. or above garage loft kind of thing. And, uh, when he gets, he used to get into a big house like yours and be like, whoa, there's a lot of room to poop in here. Yeah. There was that. <laughs> um, He's gotten a lot better at that since. But the first time I ever took him on vacation, I had to accept that a lot of my time was going to be dedicated to watching him because he was a baby. Right. Just like taking your child on vacation for the first time when they're really, really young. Everything is new. Everything is exciting. Yeah. They're curious about everything. Yeah. 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 That makes makes sense. So if you're somebody that, you know, you need this time for you and it's not worth it to go through the effort, board your dog. Uh, for me, I'd rather have my dog. So it, it's worth it to me to take the first day or two 
to remind him of all of his rules. Right. Not such an issue anymore, like I said, but it was when he was younger. Um, remind him of all the all of his rules and boundaries and then relax. Um, just because I'd rather have him than not. Right. And so one thing that I think is really is really important that kind of helps you gauge how well you've how good a job you've done at home with your dog is when you go to the beach or when yeah. you go to not a national park because you can't have a dog in a national park. Except Shenandoah. Okay. You can have a dog in a national park parking, parking lot, lot and on the sidewalks there, the paved sidewalks. Other than that, you cannot have a dog. It didn't used to be that way. They was a lot right. more free. State parks are different. State national forests are even are even more lenient about that. Right. But you get to a place like the beach. There's some places you can go there where you can have him off leash and he would have miles and miles to run away. So it's not like, you know, he runs the neighbor's yard and he's he's penned in by the fence and so you go pick him up. Right. So you really have to be that much better with off-leash training with your dog and be that much more confident in your ability to be able to, to recall him. Right. So the, the vacation is kind of like the, you know, the, the Super Bowl of all of the, of all the training that you've, that you've done yeah. up to that point. Wouldn't you say? Uh, absolutely. It's, it's the true test. Right. There was a podcast you did with Josh a while back. I don't know what number it was, but it's uh, our relationships with dogs. It and was, It was April 26th of 2020. I remember There you that. go. There you go. <laughs> I, I did look it up. I do remember that, not the podcast number. I'm not that. <laughs> my memory's not that good. But um, it's called Our Relationships with Dogs. And you talked about, you know, getting another dog for the household. And Josh said sometimes clients will call and they call about the new dog. Yeah. Because the behavior is suddenly unmanageable. They feel like the new dog's the problem. And then Josh gets there and he's like, no, this dog just showed you everything you didn't do with your first dog. Right. And now they're teaming up on you. Yeah. Right. Instead of your first dog is supposed to help you to say, all right, new kid, this yeah. is the way things are here. That lady or man is in charge and this is how it is. Right. Um, I think that that's very similar to traveling with your dog. If you travel with your dog and you're having problems, your dog's behavior is not good at home. You're just managing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to show you the all the holes in your in yeah. your uh, in your training, and that's okay if you're into that kind of thing like it, me. Yeah, if, you, if you can deal with it and it's not going to be harmful to to the dog or present problems for other people, you know that's fine. Go ahead and, and have have fun with your dog when when you're out and out and about. But I, I would I would rather have the you know more structure and enjoy my yeah. relationship with my dog in a new place. Right, me too. And a good way to practice this though before you take off to the Outer Banks like me or on a family road trip with your dog take them places when you're home right you know uh i mean i was a kid i might still be a kid to you when i got sailor <laughs> and uh i didn't have anybody to watch him at home right. or whatever so he just came with me everywhere to parties to uh my friend's house um someone would invite me over i'd be like i can only come if sailor came <laughs> yeah so he got the gist quickly right but um, but you but you took him not only to uh, out to places but new places as well not, all the time not not just you know we we take him to you know manassas battlefield to walk and we take him to starbucks and that's it no right. take him to starbucks take him to manassas battlefield you're wherever you live obviously um take him to you know uh 
uh, you know, a soccer soccer field, if that's not against the, the rules there, um, take him to Home Depot, take him to Lowe's, I mean, take him to a different Lowe's, take him everywhere you can. And it's really not that complicated. No. If you go out, why not bring him? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's right. It is, it's not only just, um, just practice, but it's also, it furthers the bond between you and your dog so mm -hmm. that you're able to read him that much better. So, you know, in Home Depot, there's this one, you know, part of the store where as soon as we go outside to the, to the, you know, the nursery, the trees and stuff, he gets all sniffy because of, you know, the bird seed or whatever's right. out there or the, or the birds out there. But once we're inside, he's fine. Or he's, you know, crazy about the slippery floors when we walk into, to a pet store or something like that, but to, to get to know him better. So it's not just your dog's only experience and your only knowledge of him is around the block a couple of times. Right. It's, no, when we go to a brand new place, when we meet brand new people, you know, when we uh, go to a different state with totally different climate and different weather right. and, you know, lots of different people and different activities, you know, it's it, it's so beneficial to, to do that. Right. And um, it's not just about the respect they have for you and the respect for the boundaries that you've set, but it's about the trust. Right. Hey, I'm going to let you out in this completely strange place when you're confused or scared. Look at me. I right. got it. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and that's really the bond I ended up having with Sailor is. Absolutely. And he's actually, I would say, uh, a little bit better in a new place than at home because he knows home in a new place. He's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Oh, he checks in more with you in a new place. Yeah, he's oh, like, okay. I don't know what's going on. What are we doing? So, okay. like, if I off-leash walk him on my property, he's going to chase stuff. Yeah. If I off-leash walk him in Shenandoah National Park... And he sees other people coming down the path. He turns right back around, stands at the top of the hill or whatever, and looks at me oh, like, okay. hey, what do we do? And I tell him, heal, and he does. Because he's like, I don't know the, I don't know what's going on here. Right. I don't know my way back home. I'm relying on you for this. Right. You need that relationship with your dog if you're going to have this kind of lifestyle with them. It definitely helps. You could probably get away without it. And, you know, you have... Uh, sure, but th then you have the other factor of I don't think it's polite to have right um a dog that you can't control yeah yeah absolutely and 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 also for his own safety especially if yeah. you're going to a national forest where there might be bears or right. porcupines or something and something like that do i need to walk him off leash no but uh please refer to another podcast leash does not equal controlled right if i'm walking him on a flexi leash or um even on a fixed one and there's a bear or a deer i still need him to defer to me right because now he's attached to me right. and i'm not trying to get into trouble either yeah. you know um so essentially i th i think it really comes down to your relationship with your dog and is this is taking them on vacation really what your lifestyle is like with mm -hmm. them at home or is this going to be a totally new thing for them yeah i mean it, and maybe you weren't going this way, but I just want to say real quick. So for your for your most recent vacation, you were going to the beach and right. you were going to be in the water much of the time. Yeah. That's a great vacation for not only a dog, but for sailors specifically. Right. That made sense. If you're going to Disney World and you're going to be at the park for eight, ten hours a day. Not a great idea. Yeah, probably not a great idea to take your dog. And, you know, while maybe you could board it down there. Is it really is it really benefiting anyone, or is you just trying to not feel bad by leaving your dog dog home? So right. yeah, think about think about the purpose of your of your vacation. And I'll admit to that we had never taken uh, Sasha to the beach. Icy does pretty well with water; she loves the lake. Okay. Um, but we didn't know what Sasha was going to be like, and she didn't like it. Yeah, I'd leave her home next time. Right. 
Um, I don't really feel bad about maybe leaving her to work with you while I take Sailor because sure. she's not a person and she doesn't know what she's missing. And she's somewhere safe and comfortable with somebody I trust. And, and she's happy. And, and it also is, is, is less work for you, also less worry for you. Right. And you know that she's not going to enjoy being at the beach. No, but she did. The way Sailor did. Right. Yeah. She'd be fine. Again, if you like who you leave your dog with, if you trust them, or if you leave your dog somewhere familiar, like she's here all the time. Right. So being here isn't such a big deal to her. Or if you bring have someone come to your house. Right. And your dog is totally in you know similar... Uh, familiar circumstances. Yeah. Truthfully, she would have relaxed a lot more uh, staying behind. Yeah. The beach was too hot for her. She was afraid of the waves. And, you know, that's okay. We we dealt with it and we uh, made sure that we did other things that she enjoys. Right. Like walk her on the boardwalk, take oh, her yeah. for snacks right, right, right. Uh, and things like that. Um, Meeting lots of people who need hugs. Yes. <laughs> just... uh, she hugged a lot of ghost crabs. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but would I do it again to her? No. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of vacation. But if you were going to the mountains, she'd go. Yeah. And yeah, she'd that, love it. Yeah. That would make more sense for her. So, mm -hmm. okay. And she, it, you know, I wasn't totally in the dark. She's followed sailor into the water before. It's just still water. Right. Uh, a wave hit her the first time she tried to follow sailor and she didn't have a very good experience. <laughs> so Poor she decided it wasn't worth it to, and that's, that's saying a lot because she'll follow Sailor anywhere. Yeah, uh, I guess just not into the ocean. Yeah, not uh, not a big water fan. Well, that's fine. She's welcome to stay here with uh, with me. Cool. Because I don't have much interest in the beach. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, I guess to wrap it up, I I took all three of my dogs on this vacation, and people thought I was nuts. Uh, I'm the kind of person I'd rather do that than take three kids, like <laughs> my brothers do. <laughs> um, but Again, that that's me, and that's my daily life, and managing them is my... Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal it's for me. Kinda... Um, we still manage to have a really good time. Like I said, maybe in the future I'd only bring Sailor. Yeah. But the, the reason this works is because of my relationship with my pack. Right. It's I don't think that it's necessary for absolutely everybody to have a vacation dog. Right, um, absolutely, or conducive to everybody's lifestyle, and and you can you can be as wonderful an owner as as we are to our dogs, and not take your dogs on vacation. Yeah, there's, there's you know we're not saying we're better better than than anyone from that regard. No, no. Um, but it's just just a matter of when you go on vacation. It really shouldn't be any different from when you're at home, when you're at a friend's house, whatever. Is you need to be in charge of your dog and have that relationship with them through practice of I'm in charge of you, but you have a fantastic life. And the more you listen to me, the better your life yeah, is. You have Isn't more freedom. Cool? Right. Yeah. And on that note, that's true. You know, even in my own pack, I don't think I put a leash on sailor once. Right. Uh, while we were at the beach, yeah. he was totally responsive. He loves the game he plays. There were tons of other dogs and people around, and he didn't go up to them unless I told him he could. Right. And and just to tack on to, to that, 
the reason when you go to a new place that he is so attentive to you is because you've worked that relationship with him of influence and said, dog, you need to pay attention to me first. Check in with me oh, first. Oh, I straight up left him when he was a puppy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and that's, he was safe, but. Yeah, and that's and that's another another podcast we can get into um, is, is how to get to, to that to that level with your dog but i think that's a that's a really cool thing to practice whether you plan on taking your dog on vacation with you or not is right. to is to remind him i'm above you in the hierarchy but it's it should be that way and it's great to be that way right. so let's let's enjoy our relationship and just keep practicing it right. so last thing i'll say about that uh the reason it varies between my dogs i think is mostly because i've had sailor uh most of his life right the uh, sasha also isn't a problem off of a leash but again that was more of a safety thing like her getting hit by these waves yeah um isotope we got around five or six and five or six years yes yeah years of age um and she just didn't have that life before so and we fostered her for so long and didn't have the freedom to take her everywhere sailor went at that time yeah um so that really affects her off-leash behavior, I would say. She, again, did fantastic and just laid under the tent or right. followed us on a leash. Um, but if you know I want this kind of relationship with a dog, I do recommend getting a younger dog. It doesn't have to be a, a, a infant puppy. Right. But I really like the adolescent age. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I think I think in certain areas, a pupper, a puppy is easier to train, to bond with, to develop that relationship Fast, I don't think it's necessary. Faster. Faster. But no, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. But but between that and finding finding a dog where you click with and that dog is following you from the instant you get it, you know, that's a much easier thing to do. And that could yeah. be a senior dog, it could be a middle aged dog, or it could be could be a pup. But right. um but yeah, some some dogs, you know, they're kind of made to be with you on vacation and some dogs Sometimes you have to you have to work to to build that relationship or just accept that, no, nah, this isn't my this isn't my off leash, you know, going to the mountains or going to the beach or going to, you know, downtown New York with right. my dog at my side type of dog. Yeah. So, well, cool. I, I think this, this will answer a lot of questions for a lot of our clients who have, who have asked us about this over, over okay, the good. years. So, um, really good topic. Um, we appreciate everyone listening. We're going to get back to our myths next time. We've still got our countdown three, two, and one. Yes. Um, I think we've got those titles figured out, but there may be a switch. There may be a switch in the, uh, in the order there, maybe. Uh-oh, a secret. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there, there might be something there. <laughs> um, so anyway... Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to help spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to listen and subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Buzz, Buzzsprout, Podify, which I just learned about, iHeartRadio, really anywhere that you can listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and my Instagram, Marina for Good Dog Workshop. This has been Brian and Marina. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Take care.